This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, helping the people of the world to live healthy lives. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for joining me today. When it comes to fitness and nutrition, it can be very confusing and overwhelming. What do I eat to lose weight? How much do I eat? How much exercise is enough? Am I allowed to eat cake and cookies? Today is a show dedicated to answering all all of these questions. My guest is Alexis Jean. She is a pro fitness model, an online nutrition coach, and a personal trainer. So thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited. This is great because I feel like we all need guidance when it comes to understanding our fitness, and it just depends on what we're trying to achieve. But before we get into all of that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Were you always fit? did it come naturally for you? I was 16 and I was overweight myself. Um, I really wanted to get into the modeling industry and I went and met with a photographer at 16 years old and I was told that I had to lose weight to be in the modeling industry, which was really difficult to hear, but it was also the truth. So I basically went in my basement with a hula hoop and a treadmill and (laughs) I dropped like 50 pounds in three months. So this is not a healthy way to do this at all. But I was also young and the weight just kind of fell off. It did not come naturally at all. I've also been, you know, through two pregnancies as well. Um, I have a five and a seven year old um, and I had to lose about 40 to 50 pounds per pregnancy um, after I had them. So, yeah, it definitely did not come naturally at all. Okay, so let's be honest. It's never just the snap of a finger or waving a magic wand to get fit. You have to like, you know, work at it and it's commitment. So what do you recommend is the best place to start? You know, my first piece of advice is finding a coach, um, someone like myself who understands, you know, what it's like to get started and just have patience with the process. Um, You know, I see this all the time with my clients where they just want a quick fix. And unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Um, But you also don't have to go on a diet, which is the word that I don't like to use. Um, I like to use lifestyle. So just changing, you know, how you eat, how much you eat. Um, The number one problem that I see is just people not eating enough food. And that's the biggest issue that I'm finding, especially with women, because our whole lives, we've been told not to eat or to starve ourselves. Like in my generation, I'm a millennial um, (laughs) and we grew up and, you know, we seen Christina Aguilera on the big screen, like super tiny, low cut jeans. And, you know, we wanted to look like that. And we were, we were super, we wanted to be super skinny. Um, but unfortunately not eating is, is not the way to do it. Um, not only can your body store fat, but just have all these underlying health problems. You know what I mean? Like you can have so many health issues starving your body. So the best thing you can do as a beginner is just find a coach and and learn how to properly eat how to fuel your body and how to how to work out. So by now, listeners are enthralled because they heard they don't need to starve themselves because this thing, nobody wants to not eat food. Food to me is love. It's everything about family, friends and entertaining. So if somebody's telling me that I need to restrict calories, I'm out. So let's talk about how important nutrition is 
when it comes to weight loss and what are the right things to eat and is there a specific time to eat them? Honestly, I don't go by time. I never have, especially in the fitness industry. Um, you know, I'm a fitness competitor. So even if I have to eat my rice at eight o'clock at night, I got to eat my rice. That's the way that it goes. So I really never looked at time. Like your body really doesn't know what time it is. Um, we don't know, you know, my body doesn't know it's two o'clock in the afternoon and it doesn't know that it's eight o'clock at, at night. So I don't fully agree with the time thing with eating the right foods. Like you're eating healthy nutrition, healthy nutritional food where, you know, you're eating like there's good carbs and bad carbs. If you're going out to have a burger and fries, that would be considered a bad carb. And then there's sweet potatoes and rice and and basmati rice and all these different healthy carbs that you can put in your body and your body needs carbs it's 90% of your energy intake it's basically your body needs it so i believe in giving my clients as much food as possible um so they can get into the habit of eating more food and that's the biggest thing in the first month or so i put my clients on actually a higher food intake i don't put them into a caloric deficit right away because I'm giving them a chance to learn how to eat and how much food to eat. So I don't agree with any of these diets, like these fad diets, you know, keto and things like that. A lot of people believe in keto and I, and I'm not saying it's good or bad, but I'm also saying it's not sustainable because if I'm going to eat that donut, I'm going to want that donut. I'm going to eat that donut. <laughs> you know, it's just not sustainable. So that brings us to our next question. What are your thoughts on the 80-20 rule? So 80% of the time you're eating healthy, clean and balanced. 20% of the time you're eating foods that are considered treats. I don't like to refer to it as that either, but that's basically how we look at it. So can we follow this rule and still get results? 100%. I could include chocolate in my diet every day and still get results. It's all about the amount of food that you're putting in your body, how much you're eating, how often you're eating. And I could put a client into a caloric deficit and still give her dark chocolate every day if she wanted. So it just depends on a person's body as well. And that's the thing is like my my diet plans are, I wouldn't say they're different for everybody. They are in terms of the macros and, you know, the, inf the, the caloric information for somebody because somebody at... 5'8 or 5'9 are going to be eating a lot more food than someone's like five foot. But I do give them basically around the same food groups. You know, if they don't like it, then I change it up. But there's rice and sweet potatoes and chicken. And, and I mean, nobody really likes to eat that clean, but it gives them a chance to see what their body can feel like. And so you recommend that, you know, we should lose weight more gradually as opposed to like just losing like 20, 30 pounds. Okay. And so why do you recommend that? Because I find like, of course, you can lose weight really, really quickly. But then it's also you can put it on way faster, and it's going to come on even more. So if somebody was on keto, like, let's say for a year, they dropped 50 or 60 pounds. And then all of a sudden, they go back to how they were eating because they want to incorporate some carbs. Um, but then they can't stop themselves. And it just becomes a, a battle. So, so we've talked about nutrition, how important it is to incorporate nutrition, eating healthy, making healthy choices. Is it also important to include fitness in your daily routine in order to elevate the weight loss? 100%. Um, again, like it's 90% of how you're eating. Um, and 
you know, I could go to the gym every single day, but if I'm not eating enough, I'm not fueling my body properly, or let's say I'm, you know, I'm eating fast food three times a week, or, you know, I'm not finding the time to prep my meals, then I'm not going to see the results that I want to see. So definitely it, it goes hand in hand for sure. How tangible is it for us all to get super fit and look like a pro fitness model like yourself? Well, that's really kind of you to say. Um, it's honestly, it's it's a really it's a a long journey, and it's something that someone's got to be willing to make sacrifices for. Like I remember sitting through Thanksgiving with my chicken and my salad and my greens, like all my veggies. Um, sitting there while my family ate stuffing and pumpkin pie. And I, and it, what it was torture, like it wasn't exciting. So it, I mean, if a person is competing, it's a little bit different. You know, you have to be willing to, to make those sacrifices and you make sacrifices with family and gatherings and things like that. And it's, it's a really difficult lifestyle to uphold. Um, but if you're just looking for a lifestyle and to be healthy, um, it's very manageable as long as you're willing to put in the time. And that's, that's the biggest thing is I hear a lot of people say that they don't have the time, but we have so much time in the day. You know, even if you took a half an hour when you got up in the morning, you know, did your cardio or did your workout and then you go throughout your day. So there's always time to fit something small in. And I think it's just so important, um, for your mental health alone. You make a really valid point. So you had to restrict your diet when you were competing because you had, right. But if it's somebody like, you know, the average person who just really wants to get in good shape, wants to be healthy and be active, it's not about never having that pumpkin pie again. It's, no, definitely not. Okay. So that's what I wanted to make clear to listeners is that it is about lifestyle choices. It is about making, you know, compromises, but it's not about being completely restrictive. So you can still no. have time and enjoy the foods. Yeah, 100%. You can still enjoy the foods that you want. Um, I always, the first couple of weeks, I always ask my clients to try and follow my plan as strictly as possible just to give their body time to adjust. Um, and then weekly, we include a cheat meal so they can remove their meal five in their plan. And they can incorporate um, a cheat meal of their choice. Um, it's definitely not a cheat day, but it's a cheat meal. Um, and you can definitely still enjoy your life. And, you know, I can include foods that people like into their plan as well. And that's an important part of being committed and staying committed is being able to eat foods that you are going to enjoy so that it doesn't seem like it's that much work. Exactly. And an average day, if somebody wanted to lose weight and you don't start calorie deficit right away, are you counting calories or are you just choosing healthy foods? So what I do is I have my clients weigh out their foods. So each person should have a food scale so they can weigh out their proportions because a lot of people don't know how much 100 grams of chicken is. Like I know for the most part because I've been doing it for so long, but a lot of people don't. So the scale is the best way to go. You can weigh all your food. Um, you know, I do recommend prepping it ahead of time because people aren't used to eating the amount of food that they that I put them on. Um, and I hear it all the time. They're like, Oh my God, I have to eat this much food <laughs> in a day. Like I'm not used to this. Right. And I have to kind of talk to them and be like, you know, it's okay. Just take the first couple of weeks. Like I'm not going to be mad at them. I'm not the type of coach to like 
yell at anybody. I don't do that. Um, you know, just take your steps and and really try and make the effort in getting that food in at least every few hours. Um, and it just takes time for their bodies to get used to it. And then once they do, they're actually way hungrier than what they were. I like the sound of that. When we come back, fitness training and online nutrition with Alexis Jean. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with us on Twitter at 105.9 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, helping the people of the world to live healthy lives. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Alexis and I were discussing weight loss and fitness. Eating right and working out is the key to weight loss and getting fit. But you don't have to do it alone because it can be overwhelming and it's sometimes hard to stay motivated. So we have great individuals like Alexis who you can work with one on one. So Alexis, you work with so many different clients and different types of clients and you have high profile ones as well. Is it always the same plan? I know we touched on it earlier, but is it always the same plan or do we modify it according to each person's needs? So I usually go by their height, their weight and their age. Um, So a woman, let's say that's in her 60s, you know, um, can't digest carbs properly. And so I put them on lower carbs, like it ranges, right? So it depends on their age, their height, their daily activity. Um, I do tend to stick around the same food groups for sure. Um, but the the calculations are always different. And what about a woman? Haha, I might be talking about somebody that I know in their 40s who is just looking to maybe lose the extra five pounds, uh, but wants to get really fit and, and toned. Is that is that different than just, you know, a 30 year old who has a very high metabolism? Um, yeah, it would be different. I mean, if she's just looking to lose five pounds for sure, I mean, we could put put her on a very good lifestyle plan and help her drop the extra five pounds that she wants to lose and then kind of look and see where her body is at. So usually when what I do with people is I trim them down very slowly. So I'll start them off at a higher amount of food and then bring them down to a caloric deficit. And then once they're at the point where they're happy, you know, they may have different goals, like they want to get shoulder muscles, they want to get a really nice bum, they want to, you know, have a tinier waist, whatever the case may be, they might have totally different goals by then. And then we start slowly increasing their food again. And the reason I do it so slow is again, because when a person is in a caloric deficit for so long, if you're introducing a bunch of food right away, they're going to put on weight like that, right? So we got to do it at a very slow pace. It's a it's a process with me with with each client. Um, I had a lady that was with me for two years and I dropped about almost 50 pounds off of her and she was super tiny when, when we finished and she said she wanted to build some muscles. So I just slowly increased her food and her transformation over the last two years is unbelievable. Most people, when they lose weight, the fear is that they're going to gain it back and then some. So And that's scary because you do all that work to lose weight where if you can maintain a lifestyle, and I'm feeling like that's where it's at with you is finding the lifestyle that works for you and then just with it. Is that how, is that how you kind of get your client? I legit feel like a, a counselor, a friend, 
a coach, like I'm all of it. I'm all of the above, right? So I'm always talking to my clients about their fears and how they feel. And my clients go through very emotional times where they are scared about how it's going to work out. And the same lady that I was just talking about, she was very scared to gain weight. And I I literally had to keep her off the scale. So I don't recommend stepping on the scale. Like if it's very hard on your mental health, I tell you to stay off of it because it does not define us. And the scale doesn't take everything into account. Like I've got bodybuilder friends who would be considered obese if they stepped on the scale, you know, and they're not, they're in great shape. You can be a very muscular person and actually weigh more than what you think. That's a really important point. And I feel like women need to know this because I feel that that's where, that's where the stress lies is that they, they're going by the scale. I would never recommend anybody going by what a scale says. You know, a lot of the fear that I get from people as well is weightlifting, that they're going to get bulky and they're going to look manly. And that's that's not the case at all, ladies, like whatsoever. You know, weightlifting is probably going to be the number one thing to change your body and make it look the way you want to look because cardio can only go so far. Cardio is great for your heart health. Um, but overdoing the cardio and starving yourself is what's what's not going to bring you results. In a certain age group, women need to do more of the weightlifting because it's just better for our bones. And you're right. Muscles shape our body and they give us the strength and stability we need. So it helps. and what about it helps with like toning from the weight loss? Because when you've lost 30, 40 pounds, your skin is definitely going to be much more loose. So if you're adding the weight training, that definitely, that helps. Yes, to, to an extent. So I always tell my clients, like, you know, if, especially moms, because I've had two C-sections, I'm a mom myself. Um, you know, unfortunately, when you have extremely loose skin, like very loose skin, um, weightlifting, you can only do so much with that, unfortunately. Um, but when it comes to building muscle and tightening up your skin, it depends for everybody. Like some people can tighten up and have abs like myself. I, I never had abs my entire life and until I started weightlifting. Um, and that's just from engaging my core. I've never done ab workouts. And it also helps if we lose the weight more gradually as, as opposed to very fast. Definitely. If you're losing it super fast, then yes, it's going to it's going to be way harder on your body than a gradual weight loss. Because if you do it nice and slow and you're weightlifting and you're exercising, everything's going to fall into place if you do it a lot slower than, you know, wishing that you'd lose 20 pounds in a month. It's just not that's not the healthy way to go. And I I know that people want that. Um, and I get I get it um, totally. But unfortunately, it's it's not the healthy way to go. You have so many different options. You're an online coach, so they can work with you online. You also provide, you know, personal training and you can do in-person work. So those are the three options. What it's like working with me is basically um, my online clients. Um, if you're only doing online, then I'm always there for support. You know, I'm available through text message, um, through Messenger, Instagram, like wherever my clients come from, I'm always available to them. Um, you know, if they need to talk, I'm there. Like I've been through a lot with my clients in their own personal lives because I'm always there trying to help them as much as possible to overcome the things that they go through in their personal life that hold them back from achieving their goals. Because, you know, there's work, there's kids, there's, you know, 
things that happen in our lives that we just can't control. So I'm always there to help them through that. Um, One-on-one personal training is nice because I can see, you know, how people's form is. I can correct them if they're doing something um, the wrong way. Um, If they're swinging weights, if their posture is bad, like there's lots of different things that I can help them with in person. Um, And I also run fitness classes for women. So I've been doing that for the last couple of years. I actually started before the pandemic, but I was shut down really quickly. When it comes to, you know, online coaching, you're providing meal plans and you're also giving specific exercises. that's, That's amazing because they can follow their plan at their, you know, time and they can exercise when they want as long as they're doing the exercises that you give them? So I give them five days worth of workouts and I give them two rest days. You know, if someone has a super busy day, then they don't have to worry. They can take that day off and then reset the next day and jump back in. So I I have a lot of leniency with my plans. So it doesn't have you don't have to work out every single day, just as long as you get those workouts in that I've I've sent over. So they have flexibility and they have freedom of choice on your plan. Yeah, they do. They have lots of freedom. And and again, like I, I work with all kinds of people and I've worked with men. I've only worked with a handful of men because um, I, I normally work with women. It's kind of what I specialize in. But um, I did work with uh, Tyler Baltera from Teen Mom, which is which was a huge opportunity for me. And he's wonderful. And and I helped him through many different things that he went through as well. And it's funny when you when you work with a celebrity at first, you know, I wasn't sure what kind of person he was, but he's just a normal human being that goes through lots of different things like a normal person does. And I helped him overcome those things. And we ended up dropping um, 26 pounds during his process. Wow. And it was a journey. How long did that take him? Um, He started his cut around March and we finished uh, last month. Wow. Okay. So that's a gradual way of getting fit and losing weight. What about those days where, you know, a a client is struggling with keeping on track, making healthy choices. They just kind of want to throw in the towel because it happens. You get kind of burnt out with the pressure of it all. How do you handle that? It It depends on the situation. Like I've had clients that are just going through a really hard time emotionally. Um, I do have a client, um, in New York and she's going through a really tough time just in her personal life and, and work is getting in the way and she's had a really difficult time. But I just, I sit down and I talk with her and I've also asked her to write down smaller goals because I find if you make these big, massive goals, um, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. So I think just taking the time to write down smaller goals and to see what's attainable, like even if you can follow a couple of days on my plan and maybe you had the rest of the rest of the week was just really rough. Right. And that's okay. Everybody goes through things. It's just about the effort that you're making. Like, are you making the effort? We get comfortable and we don't want to get uncomfortable, but unfortunately getting too comfortable is the issue. But I, I always sit down and I try to hear out what my client has to say and you know, what she's going through. Like if somebody's just making excuse after excuse, then I I tend to be a little bit harder on them. I'm like, come on, like, you know, stop making these excuses. You've got this. We can push through. Like, I'm here to help you. Um, It just depends on everyone's situation. You know, there's lots of people out there, like I said, 
that just want the the quick fix. And unfortunately, it's just not the answer. And it's it's never going to be a quick fix. But how long can we expect uh, before we see results generally? So with we're all built genetically different. So somebody could lose you know, let's say 10 to 15 pounds in the first couple of months, or somebody could lose five to 10 pounds. It changes for everybody. And that's kind of why I go by measurements for the most part. Um, Because there are clients out there that I've had um, over, let's say a month span, that's only down five pounds, but they're down like 15 to 20 inches all over their body. And they're fitting into clothes that they never thought that they would wear again. So that's why I don't, I, I try to stay away from that scale aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a really good point because it's all about how you fit into your clothes and every stage in a person's life is different. So we're not going to expect at my age to my, for my body to react the way a 20 year old body is going. To no, definitely not. And that's where like, I want people to try to have patience as much as possible. And I'm, I'm definitely not a patient person whatsoever. Um, so I do relate a lot with my clients. Um, you know, I've been on one end of the spectrum where I've been super tiny, almost anorexic, starving myself. And I've also been overweight. So I've been on both sides. Mm -hmm. Um, So I completely understand people's feelings and what they go through. So I feel like as a coach, it benefits me for what I've gone through because I can understand Mm -hmm. a lot. So if, if somebody is struggling and they don't know where to begin, what advice can you offer a first timer or a beginner? Honestly, get a coach. That's the best thing you can do. And I, and I mean that seriously, because I tried to do it on my own many times when I was younger and I would go from one extreme to the other where I would be, you know, starving myself, going to binge eating. That was a major issue for me for quite a long time, just being brutally honest. And there's a lot of people that go through that, you know, they, they diet and they restrict themselves and they restrict their body from nutrition and they're binge eating. And that's something that I see a lot. And especially in the competition world, um, we go through it a lot mentally. It's really difficult, but it's just, I would get a coach. That's the best thing you can do is, is learn and, and follow the process and trust the process and, you know, find a coach like me and there's other coaches out there that have the experience um, and know what they're doing. Because there are a lot of coaches out there that are just up for taking people's money and they don't care about health risks. And that's, you know, I've come across that myself. I've had coaches that have almost put me in the hospital. So it's, it's scary. And I just think finding the right coach for you, the right fit, it's kind of like finding, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A psychologist. You know what I mean? Like if you don't connect with them, how are you going to get through that? Right. So it's like, I think having a connection with somebody is huge. That makes the most sense. It really does. So if, thank you so much for joining us today. If listeners want to learn more about you, if they want to join your, you know, your services um, or hire you as their online coach or personal trainer, how can they do that? They can follow me on Instagram at underscore alexis.gene. And I always get back to everybody um, realistically within an hour or maybe even a day. I do have two kids, but I get back to everybody. And my fitness page is right in my bio as well. So all my information's there. They can email me. 
And my contact is all there on the Instagram page. And you could always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Michaela or my website, ClaudiaMichaela.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for listening. I hope this helps you live your best life. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at healthyplanetcanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.